something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Just like that, we back on the air. Welcome back to yet another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl, Jess Hilarious. I'm going to be jumping in, just fixing the mess. We got a voice note. Y'all know how I feel about voice notes, y'all. I, I love a voice memo. One time, voice notes went against me, though, when I was talking shit about April. Y'all remember that shit? I was talking shit about April to Moniz, and then she played that shit back when I was sitting in April Kitchen on live that day. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. I can definitely laugh now, but that shit was so fucking intense and embarrassing i don't, i was sweating on the inside i hate that so y'all stop sending voice notes unless you're sending them to me to fix your mess all right so here we go we about to jump straight in hey jess i've recorded a million voice notes and deleted all of them i just want to try to keep this short and sweet first of all i love you um so here it is i've been dating this guy for nine months um a little bit into our relationship, he told me that this girl that he had a one-night stand with before getting with me was pregnant. Then she went back to the island that she was from, and she was, like, I think he said, like, six months pregnant already. And that he, she had just called him and told him. 
that he didn't want to lose me and stuff, but he wanted to tell me because he wanted to be honest. Like, um, and I appreciated the honesty. I am emotional, so I did cry about it, but eventually I did get over it. Keep in mind, this man has four kids by four different women. Hmm. This is all, well, she's the fourth one now, but when I had first met him, it was just three kids by three different women. Hmm. That, I already know, people could see as a red flag. I personally just was like, you know what? I don't want to judge somebody off their past like and we're hispanic and we're like two different kinds of hispanic so and in his but i was raised here and he was raised on his island and over there everything is different so i could see how with no guidance and stuff like that like with the way they raise their kids over there how he got into this mess where three kids by three different women he has told me like um he loves his kids you know he's a great father he obviously lives here and his kids live in the island still with their mom the three of them but he always sends for what they need and stuff like that. Talks to them daily, stuff like that, you know? He does what he can. It is a poor island, so he kind of doesn't want to go back. But he is working on getting visas for them to come visit and stuff like that. And even one for, to live with him. So fast forward to this new kid he has. She she did, like, like I said, she was in her island. She came back from her island like two weeks ago. He's seen the baby once. Um, and I was just with him. And he said that the baby is coming tomorrow to his apartment and both his sons. He has one son that lives here. I'm sorry for clarification because I didn't realize I just messed it up. He has two kids that live on the island. One that lives here with his mother and then the new baby. I don't know what to call Just let's call the baby the new baby. She don't even know the baby damn name, child. So he told me that tomorrow morning, because I was going to sleep over his place, but mm -hmm. my sister wanted me to take her somewhere. So I was like, I'm going to leave. And he was like, that's fine, because his kids are coming in the morning anyway. And I was like, kids? So they're both coming? And he's like, yeah, he wants them to meet. I don't know why that made me feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. I feel like, so it's not about the kids. Honestly, the kids are brothers. They're going to need to meet. But it just stings me a little bit. Honestly, every time he mentions like, I think the problem is, is because I haven't met the kids, mm -hmm. it doesn't always feel real that this man has kids, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's very much that's real. another one of my problems. Like, I haven't met the kids. I understand that two of them are in on their island, so obviously I can't meet them right now. <laughs> they on their the island. That is here. <laughs> I feel like I should be able to meet. So the one that lives here, you feel like you should be able to meet that one. I understand. We've been together for nine months, and I don't know how people feel, but I feel like that's enough time for me personally to meet someone's child, mm -hmm. especially if you're trying, if you're taking me serious, you're talking nine about months. we're in love, like we're going to get married one day, like um, stuff like that. I feel like, okay, so let me meet your child. This is a part of you. This is a part of your blood. This is someone who has a piece, a huge piece of your heart. I can tell by the way he talks about him, so I should be able to meet him. <laughs> she on her way to class. She's zipping up book bags and shit. Anyways, back to my current like mess that I want advice on. Mm -hmm. The kids are going to meet each other tomorrow. It's not about that. It's about the baby moms. Like mm -hmm. he just got a new apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't move in together. We were going to, but we were like, you know what? It's way too soon. I have a crazy home situation, so that's the reason we were going to. Mm -hmm. But we're like, it's too soon. Um, we need. We're still getting to know each other. We love each other, but, you know, we're still getting to know each other. And we need time to miss each other, you know? Get, mm -hmm. You know? Stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Especially after only nine months of dating. Honey, uh-uh, don't do that. 
completely fine with that. Also, he wanted me to, he said, like, he wanted me to get to know his kid beforehand, like, so that his kid doesn't come to sleep over his place and just see, like, this random woman there that he doesn't know. He said he's never introduced another girlfriend besides, like, the kid's actual mother mm -hmm. to his child, so... It's new to his kid, you know? Mm -hmm. So he wanted to ease that on to him slowly, which I respected and I understood. So we don't live together, but we do have occasional sleepovers. And it just kind of bothers me that these baby moms are going to his new place. Like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why it bothers me. I feel like it, it's it's something weird. Like, I feel like that's a weird feeling. I shouldn't feel like that. Like, it's weird to feel like that. Mm -hmm. Like, these are his baby mothers. Obviously, they're going to be going... They, they're going to need to know his address, you know, to drop off the kid. I think... Um, and then I'll let you finish. And by the way, this is pre-recording. I think you feel that way because what your relationship lacks. But let's see. I don't have a problem with the baby mother from the older kid it's this new kid mm. i feel like like me and him were even talking about it that we felt like her plan was that she wanted to go to her island keep that pregnancy a secret until she couldn't get rid of that pregnancy mm -hmm. in hopes that he'll be like oh yeah like you have you're having my kid let's try to be together family, stuff mm -hmm. like that because she wanted to be more than a friend he told me like he told me tonight that she did go to his um other house when he lived with his mom a few times that she would just pull up on him and stuff and just, like, I guess keep him company when he was redoing the floors and things like that. That was weird to me. And I was like, did you have sex with her on this bed that we're on? Like, he's like, no, like, she never went into my room. I don't, I have trust issues, you know? Obviously. And that's my biggest problem. I feel like I have trauma from my past relationship. Yeah. And I put it onto this man so much. And like I said, um, the way that, uh, like, a lot of these freaking... I'm just going to say, he's Dominican. I'm trying to hide the race so bad, but half these Dominicans, <laughs> they are cheaters out here. Like, that's what they're known for. You Girl, know? not half so, these Dominican cheaters out here. Every goddamn race got cheaters in it. Like, he's um, proven to me that he's different. I mean, at least that's what I get from everything. She doing like, her taxes. She doing a lot of shit. And these nine, the last nine months have been great with us. Like... We've obviously had bumps and little arguments and stuff like that, but I used to get mad at one point, and I was like, yeah, we can break up if you really want to, but I stopped doing that because that's toxic, and I don't want to be toxic, and I don't want to break up. I like to communicate and work through our problems. You don't want to break up? Like every day, I'm getting better and better at that. I just really feel weird about, like, his baby mom's going to his apartment, and specifically the new baby mom like i feel like she's gonna be sneaky or try to get up to something like and i guess for real for real, all it comes down to is him because she could try that stuff but it's about what he's gonna do mm -hmm. so i i want to have the trust in him that he'll respect me respect our relationship and even himself enough to not do anything stupid mm -hmm. he did tell me before like Oh, if he stops talking to somebody or, like, dating somebody, he doesn't go back to them. Like, he, that's not the type of person he is. Mm -hmm. He doesn't prefer that. Like, if it ended, it ended for a reason. So there's no reason to double back. So, honestly, I keep that in my head a lot. So I'm just like, you know, like, he won't go back. Like, to help myself feel better, basically. But I don't know for sure. Like, it's scary to me. My trust issues, even when he opens his phone, mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, like, he's probably texting another bitch. I don't know why. Like, I'd be feeling like he's just being sneaky. But then he always does things or says things, you know, and I'm just like, he's not even being sneaky. Like, for example, like, I could be like, 
bro, he's literally texting another bitch right now. Then I see his phone, and it's just his brother, like I said. like, Or it'll be just a friend. And sometimes it will be a female, and he'll see that I feel a certain way because I, like, I wear my emotions on my face bro and he'll tell me like oh yeah this is my friend like mm-hmm. she lives up here like um we've known each other for this long like he'll explain it to me because he sees that i'm overthinking i overthink everything i stress about everything and i just want to like i feel like i can trust him but i want girl to please fully trust him and so I, my question is really just do you think that i'm tripping like do you think i'm doing too much like I don't know how to feel. Like, I feel like they're, the only advice there is to give is just pray. Pray that he is loyal. Like, you know, pray that what he says to me is true. That, you know, all he wants is me. And look, I ain't laughing, you know, because it's about prayer. Because, I, you know, a, a, a sister prays. I'm a God-fearing woman, and I pray every day. But, baby, as much as I love to pray. Look, I'm, let me just let you finish. Girl. But I don't know. My only concern is, my only problem that I've had in this relationship is coping with the fact that this man has kids. Like, it's not even the fact that he has kids. It's just the baby moms. Like, I'm not sad about the kids. Honestly, in my head, I've always said, like, I wanted a big family, but I didn't want to push out the kids. So mm-hmm. that's why I wasn't too concerned about Right, the kids. so you like, got what like, you want. What's your problem? kids, but I having to have the kids, you know? Obviously, it's stepkids, but mm-hmm. I feel like I would make a great mother. I would push out, like, maybe two, but I don't want to push out more than two. But I do want more than two. And I feel like... Girl. Taking on his kids would make me feel great. And obviously not right now. We're still dating. We're still right. getting to know each other every mm-hmm. single day. But like in our future. So, yeah. Do you, just in conclusion, to end this up, like, do you think that I am taking over this whole baby mom situation? Do you think that I need to learn to just release and believe in him? Or should I be nervous? Like, you think she's going to try to be sneaky? Hold up, hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. my soul like that like gets me overthinking is the fact that so we work third shift right and sometimes we'll get home at six in the morning and i see a a notification pop up from the new baby mom and i'm like like y'all are texting at this time yeah six in the morning yeah we're talking about the baby or stuff like that or she's sending me pictures or six o'clock in the morning like he'll tell me like we're just talking because he always tells me like 
he makes his baby moms his friends. Like, he doesn't see a reason to have them as, like, enemies or anything right, like that. Right, right. Like, Rightfully so. You know? They're just friends and co-parents. Which is good. So, that's another thing that I'd just be like, okay, maybe it's like that. But I don't know. It doesn't sit right to me. Like, why you mm-hmm. want to be buddy-buddy with your baby mother? Like... Because you can. Why? First of all, why is it a stigma put on the relationships between baby mother and baby father after the intimacy is gone. Why is it why why do I have to beef with my baby father? Why do I have to beef with my baby mother just so you can feel secure in a relationship? Um that's that's a general question, but this is one more that she one more thing she had to say, then I'm gonna get into her mess. But he does give me the impression that he doesn't have no desire to be with them, but I don't know if it's just a poker face. Like I don't know how to feel. Okay, so Baby girl, you are everywhere with it. When I say everywhere, I mean you here, there, up, down, backwards, sideways, all of that. You up and down the freeway with this, all right? Uh, a man does not have to beef with the mothers of his kids uh, or the mother of his child or children, speaking more so in general, and to your situation. Like I said, I think it's just been a stigma, you know. Uh, I've had a few involvement to myself where the guy did not like how close I was with my son's dad. Me and my son's dad are not attracted to each other, not by far, like in no way, shape or form. You know, that's why we're able to do business together. That's why we're able to talk to each other about any and everything, because there's no more feelings there. Um, I love him. He loves me. But that's all we do is co-parent. We're more like siblings, if you will. I know that's weird and that's just inappropriate to say um, or to take in, but that's what it is. I'm just trying to to describe how much we don't fuck with each other like that on that intimate level. You know what I mean? And that may be the reason why me and my son's dad, who also has four other uh, children's moms, um, are the closest of us all, of, of them all. He's the closest with me. Now, you said you don't have a problem with the first baby mom, okay? And that seems to be because they probably don't deal with each other at all. But I don't even think the issue is with him. I think the issue is with whoever the fuck did a number on you before you got with this man. Because uh, the good thing about it is you're aware. You know. You know, I'm not going to say you're fucked up, but you are insecure. Your last relationship or last relationships, or it could even be something stemming from your childhood. Who knows? You know yourself better than I do, but I know you need to know that you are insecure and you could be running this man away. You could be pushing this man away. Now, this is just one perspective to look at it from. All right, because you said you insinuate certain things and then you go do your research and you realize that it's nothing. Has he ever done anything, anything to make you feel like he would cheat on you with one of his children's moms or or cheat on you with another woman period or you know well i'll just keep it subjected to baby moms because you never brought up another woman so i my apologies this is only about his kids moms okay has he ever done anything have you ever actually caught him doing anything have you ever because it honestly just sounds like he gives you his word and you have to take it but because you're so fucked up from your last relationship you still don't take it. You don't trust them. And then you turn around and say you can trust them, but then say you just want to be able to trust them fully. You don't need to be in a relationship. You're not even over what happened to you in the past. And I say you're not over the last man. You're not over what happened to you. You're not. And, and you're throwing it off on him. Everything that you, because this is called baggage. 
you're throwing your baggage onto him. And he already got four kids with four different baby moms. Two of them live on an island. One of them live in America. The other one live in Antarctica. Girl, you know it's a lot going on. All right? But you've been dating this man for nine months. And you never met his kids. Now, that is a red flag for me. If I'm dating you for nine months exclusively, yes, I expect to, to have met your children by now. Yes, 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 yes. Even back when I was dating Wayne. We were both, our schedules were busy, but I was going to meet his kids. I was supposed to meet his kids a few times, you know, but our schedules were, we both toured and everything like that. And we were the only, me and Wayne only made it to four months, but I was going to meet his kids after the, the, the second month, you know, and whether the moms liked it or not, their dad is still their parent and still had half of say so. And, you know, when they are in his care. So I don't understand why you're not invited when his kids are there or why you're not welcome when the kids are there. I, I don't understand why, why. Now, that's just one perspective, your insecurities, all right? You tripping and shit. Now we got a commercial, and if you click off of this podcast, I swear I'm gonna beat your ass. Listen. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Now, another perspective is he could be dealing with the baby mother. He could be dealing with the last one. You know, the baby is fairly new, you know, and um, regardless of what a man says, sometimes their their actions don't line up all the time. Not every man, but a lot of men, not not just men, women, every, you know, it's, it's, it's just very humanistic to lie or to tell somebody a lie just to get what you want or to keep commotion down, to stay on an even kill. People lie for different reasons. To me, for a little bit, it sounded like you wasn't his girlfriend. It don't sound like you're his girlfriend. All this, oh, my living situation, we were going to move together, but we didn't because we realized that we, you know, we only been dead still too early and my, my situation was bad. But, you know, that's why we didn't move together because it's too early. And then I haven't met his kids and, you know, we don't stay. I don't stay over there all the time, but we'll have sleepovers. It sounds like you just dealing with somebody that you talk to. It just sounds like it just sounds like you're involved with someone. You know how you got, you know, like. Y'all just talking, you know, you're one of not many. I wouldn't say one of many, but it just sounds like you one of the girls that he talks to. You know, I'm not sure uh, how to advise you on whether to stay or not, because it just doesn't seem like a real relationship. And you even said it yourself. It doesn't feel real. I haven't met the kids. I don't you know, it's, it's just I, I, I shouldn't feel these ways that I feel about the baby mom because it's the kids. But then it's not the kids. It's the big moms. And it's girl, you shouldn't date them. Because it doesn't sound like you trust them and it doesn't sound like 
you're going to be trusting him anytime soon if y'all do stay together or, you know, stay pursuing one another. Uh, you got a lot of work to do to yourself, with yourself. Um, you have to start your healing process. Now, you'll never be fully healed because trauma happens to people every day. Trauma happens, you know, not every day to one specific person, but things happen. People grow. People grow out of shit. People grow into shit. And um, healing is a lifetime. Healing is a lifelong process. Because once you get healed for something else, something else, you got to heal something else. You got to heal. If, if, if everybody was completely healed, that's a perfect person. We don't have those. So I think you should start your healing process by just being this guy's friend. Date him. Cool. Still have sex, whatever, you know. But don't get into a relationship. Don't call him your boyfriend. Don't. I think, like I said, yeah, let, let that little baby grow up. Let's see how that play out. The new baby, as you call the baby, the beautiful baby, I'm sure. Um, the new baby. Let's see how that plays out because you know, you, you can't control how the woman feels and what, what she thinks and you can't control, uh, her getting over him. But if he says he's over her and never gave you any inclination of anything else or, you know, made you insinuate that they were doing things, then I think that you just have to take his word, but you're still not satisfied with that. So that's just recipe for toxicity. You know, you're staying in a relationship knowing that you are the problem. I'm letting you know you're the problem. But I do love you and I want you to check back in with me. Girl, and you took up all the goddamn space for the episode. But it's all right because I love helping people. That's what I do. Also, tune into Breakfast Club, y'all. Um, I need for y'all to cast in y'all votes for Just Hilarious to become the third official co-host. By the end of this year, y'all, I want y'all to go ahead, spam everybody comments. DJ NV, DJ NV, and yo, 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 yo. Charlemagne and God, he do that shit. That shit, every time you do that shit at the top of the Breakfast Club um, episode. We're also on BET. You know what I'm saying? We are speaking those things into existence as if they were already. You know how that go. That's what the good Lord said do, so I'm doing that. And each and every Wednesday, you can catch my podcast, Carefully Reckless, anywhere you get your podcast. That's iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere. And in my deepest pan voice, peace. See you next week. Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.